Welcome to The Course Consultant Show, a show dedicated to help you launch your online course with ease. Get ready to hear from successful course creators who ditched the nine to five, gained passive income on their couch, and took charge of their dreams. Here's your host, Melody Johnson, a professional online course designer and lover of all things chocolate. All right, welcome everybody to The Course Consultant Show. My name's Melody, and I'm so excited today to have a very special guest. I've been super a big fan of Zoe Linda for a long time, and I was stoked that she agreed to be on the podcast today to pop talk more about her affiliate program toolkit. So if you don't know about Zoe, Zoe is amazing. Zoe Linda is the creator of the affiliate program toolkit and helps digital product creators create magical affiliate programs that aren't spammy, salesy, or sleazy. She loves showing business owners how an affiliate program can harness the relationships they already have to scale the products they put their blood, sweat, and tears into. Zoe is amazing, and I can't say that enough, but she, she's usually found with coffee in one hand, pen in the other, ready to write down her next big idea, and her goofy dog, Nala. And she also loves to play video games online or re-watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine episodes. Zoe, Linda, my friend, and super amazing digital course creator, welcome to the Course Consultant Show. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you, Melody. I'm so excited to be here as well. Absolutely. So Zoe, I met you inside of a Facebook group and I found out about you through one of my business coaches, Elizabeth Goddard, and I really loved your personality. You you bring so much to the whole digital product space and you're so unique in the way that you position your brand. Um, but for those people who maybe don't know about your brand, um, can you just explain a little bit more about how you help people with affiliate programs? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I help people with affiliate programs for their digital products. Um, and I would say like, I help them in a way where it's really focused on the human connections. It's much more focused on the one-on-one -on -one relationships that you have with people and seeing your affiliates as as um, individuals rather than seeing your affiliate team as sort of like people that are going to bring you money and that's kind of like the way I like to see that I sort of see affiliates in a bit of a different way than maybe how other people have seen them before um, but yeah things I can help with like you know affiliate outreach setting up your affiliate tech um, creating your affiliate promotional assets so there's a whole mixed bag of things that comes with an affiliate program and sort of landing on that topic was like oh okay there's sort of a, a sweet spot here where like no one's really teaching the nitty-gritty of this for digital product creators and I just love being able to kind of like lead in that area and also infuse my like you know magic into it um, yes. and make it feel more exciting so yeah Absolutely. And I know you're a really big fan of Harry Potter and <laughs> <laughs> love, love, love all of the amazing gifts that you use. And I'm actually part of your membership, the uh, Digital Product Wizards. And mm -hmm. I know that when it comes to creating digital products and courses, people are sometimes afraid to be themselves. How have you found a way to really imbue your personality into your copywriting, your products, mm. your marketing? How can you help people and guide people to becoming more of themselves as a course creator? 
Mm-hmm. I think obviously my instinct response is just to be like, oh, just be yourself. But it's like <laughs> <laughs> everyone would say that. And I think that's probably people listening to this who are like, oh, you know, frustrated. Like, how do I, how do I really do that online? Um, and really just like show up in an authentic way. And I think that's definitely like, there's a feeling out process. Like I didn't just wake up one day and was like, I'm going to do this. Like it's, you know, this is like four years in the making since I started my business. And I definitely didn't start off with so much of my personality. Um, and I think one place to really start is focusing on what you don't want to be known for, how you don't want to show up and then kind of working backwards. Like, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to show up super rigid and like a robot and be like, this is how you do an affiliate program. (laughs) Like I wanted to, because I mean, there's plenty of that out there. Like, especially with affiliates, like there's such a corporate side and there's such like a, you know, e-commerce side of things where it's like men in suits pointing at charts and being like, this is the conversions. And it's like, okay, how do I show up as myself and be like, this is affiliate programs, but from Zoe, not from somebody else. And I think seeing it as a, like how the roads that you don't want to go down, that really helps you see what your strengths are as a personality and just as yourself and just sort of thinking like, you know, you're a human, like you're not a robot, (laughs) you have likes and dislikes and people you are talking to, connecting with, selling to, like at the end of the day, they are also humans with likes and dislikes. And it's sort of as simple as it sounds like, it even sounds like, you know, when you go to school and you like, you hang out with the people who have the same interests as you. Like if you show up in a way that really like infuses your personality and, and it's not just the way you talk or the way you look or the brand colors that you use. It's like show, you know, me loudly and proudly being like, I'm a Potterhead, I'm in Ravenclaw and I love it. And, you know, like, I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, discriminate you if you're in Slytherin because... <laughs> you know, even Slytherins are great. Um, but just kind of going like that. And then I'll, I'll really, I'll get people that come to me and they're like, Oh my God, I love Harry Potter. And it's like, okay, I've created that connection straight away because like, you know, if we were in school and we were in the playground and I was wearing a big like Harry Potter t-shirt, like you might gravitate towards me rather than somebody else because like, that's what you're interested in. So as simple as it is, it's like leading with your humanness like your interests even if it is outside of business like I don't think anyone sits around and is like oh my god I just I just love marketing and I just want to talk about marketing all the time it's like yeah okay I understand that but there must be something else like there's other things like maybe you like knit or something and there'll be people who like love marketing and love knitting and then all of a sudden you found your people like it's it's just kind of that like simple but I know it's it is definitely hard for some people um and like I said it's not like I suddenly did it one day or like I suddenly it just happened like it was a feeling out process of like okay how do I really show up as myself and I mean that's still like that's still a feeling out process for me now like there's some things where I'm like okay like like we've been talking about me starting a podcast and it's like how do I what's my fresh perspective like what is it that is gonna be different from another podcast. And it's kind of just like getting that down on paper and then seeing like, okay, where am I really excited and how do I feel really passionate? And that's when you can show up as yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And I really love that you were talking about making it a playground, right? So when you were talking about showing up as yourself, you were saying, if I was at school, who would the people 
I would want, who would be the people I want to hang out with? And so mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we overcomplicate things and we feel that it has to be perfect and it has to be professional. And while I do think that there's space to be professional as a business owner, I really think that you need to know who your people are because what can resonate for one business might not resonate the same with another business just because the audience is different. And so, for example, I felt for a long time and I was talking with another friend of mine, um, Liz, and she was talking about how she makes these personalized gifts for her emails. And I always like, it's pretty much almost every single email that she sends. I send her a reply back saying, amazing email. I loved reading <laughs> that story. It's so funny. It's so you, your emails stand out. And so, um, I started playing around with my copywriting and I started playing around with what is unique to me. And I think I felt a lot lighter. It felt less pressure. It felt less stressful because I was talking about things that I liked and enjoyed. Like, for example, I love young adult fiction. I am 31 years old and I still <laughs> love young adult fiction. I know. Uh, I love sloths. I love Harry Potter. And when I found you, Zoe, I just instantly was thinking, oh my gosh, she loves Harry Potter. I didn't even know that you like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Let's just, just say that for a moment. I love that show. And- I love it as well. <laughs> And I'm so sad they're on, you know, COVID restrictions and they're yeah, like yeah. But anyways, oh God, I, I, it. And I I just remember thinking, okay, this is like a woman after my own heart. Um, okay, so let's get into all of the details, Zoe, all about your affiliate marketing program. And also, let's kind of just talk about how you got started. How did you help people start their affiliate marketing program? Okay, so... Way back when, like actually it was my first job out of university. I'm not going to tell you my entire life story here now, but like after I, after I graduated, I moved to London and I got a job as a, um, at a digital marketing agency and they help, you know, like PR, social media, that kind of thing. And when I started working there, there wasn't like a big influencer marketing, you know, sort of area. They didn't have like a department for it. It wasn't like a huge thing. So when I started they would be doing, I don't know, like PR for something. And I would be like, let's bring in some influencers, you know, to help with this. And then as I was there, I was there for nearly two years. And that ended up being like this huge, you know, I really helped kind of like grow that. Then I was like, hey, I hate London and I want to move home <laughs> and start my own thing. And, um, and that actually stemmed from watching, you know, and being in Melissa Griffin's world, kind of like watching her webinars and being like, oh, this online entrepreneurship thing is like real. I didn't really know. And then kind of, kind of going from there, I started with doing social media strategy. So I did social media, I did a bit of Instagram and I was like, not really feeling like a huge passion for it. And I kept coming back to influencer marketing, which is what I was doing back at my job. And, um, I did that for a couple of clients And then I had a client who was like really interested in influencer marketing and they sold, you know, templates. They had an online store and they were like, I want to do it, but I don't really know where it would fit in. And I was like, okay, what about an affiliate program? Because that's essentially influencer marketing, but you're not paying upfront for like a sponsored post. You're not paying, you know, to send them anything. It's just like paying for when they send people your way. Um, The ROI is so much better, all of this good stuff. And she was like, yeah, let's do it. So I managed her program. And this was like a kind of a bit of a jump for me from like influencer stuff to affiliate stuff. 
but it felt all this like it, it definitely falls under the same umbrella um and then over like the next year the kind of the word sort of like got out that I was helping with this and people were like oh you know like I would be doing outreach for her and then people would reply to me and be like oh yeah I'll be an affiliate but also can you do this for me because I want an affiliate program so and I was doing that like a couple of years went by um and then 2019 and this was 2017 when this was 2019 I was like okay I need to productize this and find a way to be able to teach more people make it more accessible instead of having to work with me one-on-one for digital product creators to sort of like learn what I've been learning um and I learned a lot before I kind of put this into a product because I didn't want to I didn't want to kind of go out there and and sort of and I mean I'm always learning like I'm learning every day with affiliate programs but I wanted to have like my real you know, my hands in the pies, kind of, if there's that the phrase, like, I wanted to, like, be in the trench, you know, like, yeah, actually yeah. immersing myself, and then creating something that helps other people, I don't know where the pie thing came from, but, yes, I love it, yes, <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of where it came from, like, sort of reading from influencer marketing, so I do have that background, but really pulling that, and making that more relevant to digital product creators, um, because I don't, I don't know if a course creator has, reached out to a blogger and paid them up front for a sponsored blog post and it's like this is much more accessible and much more I feel like it's such more of a win-win especially for the for the quote-unquote like influencer to be able to get evergreen income passive income from their affiliate their own affiliate marketing um yes so, absolutely yeah. I think that um one thing that I really loved about your approach is that you had that experience from your services. You kind of were, in, uh, you were completely into the whole affiliate marketing world before you decided to dive into your course creation process. Mm -hmm. And so um, what I think is really important, especially for service-based business owners who are looking to pivot is to actually create from a place of experience and expertise. Now it doesn't always work out that way. Maybe they're familiar with one specific part and um, maybe they have five ideas and they don't know which one to choose first. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, which one do I go with? And I think that one of the biggest things that I come up with when I talk with people is that what is the most frequently asked question that you get? The most frequently asked question mm -hmm. that you get is something that you can repeat inside of a self-paced on-demand on course or some sort of live program that you put together, that's mm -hmm. what you want to create because it's already validated. You have somebody who's asking you a question, you might as well record a video and you might as well get paid for it. So <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And especially when you're running services, like keeping track of that information, like keeping track of even discovery calls that you have, client inquiry forms that are filled out, conversations you have with your clients, like keeping note of all of that stuff is gonna help you when you come to the like ideation phase of creating your product because you'll have all of these like, quite like, and people will no doubtedly like ask the same questions over and over and being able to see that and as well being able to see exactly how it's worded. Like when someone fills out like your intake form, how they word a question is so, so good for your 
sales copy as well um but being able to like keep track of all of that and then look back and be like okay well these are the questions that get asked the most this is how they're being phrased I'm going to kind of like meet people where they are at instead of creating something that's like 10 steps ahead of where they need to be um but yeah no I definitely had that it was people asking me how do I start where do I start where yeah. do I start with an affiliate program and it was like okay I I can do something for this yeah yeah I really the whole time you were talking I was like Ravenclaw yeah that's a Ravenclaw right there. Okay. <laughs> um, I was just chuckling because, so just so everyone knows, I am a Ravenclaw as well, but my husband swears to me that I'm a Hufflepuff. He's like, Melody, you are a Hufflepuff. I don't care what you say about this whole Ravenclaw thing. You are a Hufflepuff all the way. And I said, no, the hat will let you choose. Okay. So. <laughs> Maybe you're a Ravenclaw with like Hufflepuff, like, you know infusion kind of thing yeah so I don't know whatever it is I have both of one of two of my really best friends uh they're both Hufflepuff and I would not be surprised if I actually am Hufflepuff but mm. whatever I take the quizzes all the time and I still get <laughs> so I don't care <laughs> okay so uh really love all of the points that you've made so far so one of the other questions that I sometimes get and also I see inside of your amazing Facebook group because you've made an incredible community and there's constantly daily posts where people ask questions about affiliate programs and try to reach more people and make higher income and also make an impact with their students mm -hmm. with uh, the process of actually finding good affiliate partners. So how do you find good affiliate partners? I would say the first step is to look at who you, who you already know. Um, what are connections that you already have? Firstly, your past clients, your current customers. If you have a membership, your current members, um, people who have... Um, who you've had coffee dates with, people who regularly refer clients your way, this kind of thing. Um, start with your current network because they're gonna be the easiest people to reach out to because <laughs> um, you already have that warm connection. Um, then have a look at sort of people who you've maybe like connected with here and there. Um, and there'll definitely be people, maybe just scroll through Instagram DMs, like people on Instagram stories who have like replied a couple of times. Um, and it's not just about getting anyone and everyone. It's about like, you know, being targeted, but there will be people who won't necessarily like write a whole blog post or do a whole email campaign, but they're active in the same spaces as you. And they'll be able to pinpoint um, opportunities to share your product. Like for example, in a Facebook group, if you're in, um, if you're in a membership or a like Facebook community where you show up a lot um, and there's people in there that you know that are also in there um, and they can be the ones who kind of like tag you in and be like, oh, I know that so-and-so is great for this. And they'll like tag you in and give you a chance to share um, or they'll just go ahead and like share their affiliate links and send people your way. And these people are like, amazing if you get people like that in your program they just work so so well because it's not really any extra effort for them if they see a post they can just share it's not like they're creating all of these lengthy blog posts or anything like that 
So that's kind of the easiest, like low hanging fruit for outreach at who you already know, who's already in your circles in terms of expanding your visibility, because like a huge benefit of an affiliate program is that you're going to reach whole new pools of people that have never heard of you before. And that are sort of outside of your current, you know, circle. Um, and especially like kind of what I'm saying now is more true to B2B than it is B2C. Um, but in terms of B2B, yeah your current circles and kind of reaching out, then you have people who are in um, indirect competition to you. So um, people who are targeting the same audience as you, but not selling the same thing. So, you know, we're probably indirect competition because we're sort of, you know, com competing quote unquote, though we're not really <laughs> for each other's, you know, for the same audience's attention, but we're not selling the same thing. So you're talking to course creators. I'm also talking to course creators, but it's for like different stages and for different problems. Um, so it's kind of trying to show up where your ideal audience is at. Um, and it's in more of an organic way. Cause it's kind of like, you know, if you were going to have Facebook ads, you would like segment, you know, choose a select audience. Oh, they like Amy Porterfield. So, uh, or they like, you know, I don't know, Russell Brunson or someone yeah yeah mm -hmm. somebody and it's like okay well I'm gonna these are people that my audio audience like so I'm gonna show up in front of them um and it's much more of an organic way like you're not spending a lot of money on ads you're showing up organically um in front of those people so in terms of finding them um I would recommend Instagram I don't know how much this will be true when anyone is listening to this because I know Instagram changes quite a lot. But something that works really well for me is, and I'm crossing my fingers that this still exists, but last time I looked it did, <laughs> um, has the, when you follow somebody, it has like the drop down of relevant accounts. Mm -hmm. um, harnessing that and really going on someone, even if you have to unfollow them to follow them again, but somebody that your ideal audience really aspire to or really spend a lot of time with, um, and it could be a different, you know, it could be a brand as well. It doesn't have to just be like a person or a solopreneur kind of thing. Um, and just seeing what are like relevant accounts there. Also diving a little bit deeper and getting a little bit stalkery, I guess, but seeing people <laughs> who follow them and then seeing what other pages they follow, um, or other accounts, I should say they follow. Um, Facebook pages is also a really good shout. Um, having a look at if you have Facebook friends who are in your ideal audience, you can get like super stalkery and see the pages that they like. Um, and then that will kind of help in terms of finding opportunities to reach out to people. Um, especially when you come across some like really good gems, people who are like really niche and you're like, oh my God, this is like so good. There's like such a good crossover here, but you've like never heard of them before. And you see that they have like a really big Instagram following or like a really engaged Facebook group. And you're like, oh, wow, I never even heard of them. And they're like living a whole life and like they were doing all this stuff and I didn't even know. <laughs> like They're living a whole life. People. Yeah. Because <laughs> isn't my world the world? <laughs> like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> aren't I in the Truman Show? <laughs> but when you find those people and you find those like extra niches and you're like, wow, I didn't even know this was a thing. And I think that's what people probably when they land on like your site or my site, it's like, wow, I didn't know this was a thing. And there's someone that teaches it. Um, and when you have those moments, it's like definitely, you know, follow that intuition and reach out to them. 
Um, and podcast is another great example. Hop on iTunes, find a podcast that your ideal audience are listening to and um, scroll down the list of who was interviewed on that podcast um, because there are people that your audience have been introduced to and then they can introduce you to them if that makes sense yeah absolutely <laughs> the guests I, on the podcast yeah I think that if we go back to just the key fundamental concept that you're talking about is you start with your relationships right because mm-hmm. People will respond to human connection. It's just so easy nowadays with Zoom and everything being virtual to miss out on that connection. Mm-hmm. And as you grow with experience and you get more comfortable and you build that confidence, you can then start branching out to more established brands, reaching out and doing these targeted outreach in a way that doesn't feel scary. I, w- I had uh, someone that I'm in another group with uh, and uh, this individual basically was saying, I'm super afraid to reach out to this really amazing brand because I would like them to be an affiliate for this product that I've created, but I feel that they might actually ignore my email or not want to participate because I feel uncomfortable presenting that opportunity. Mm-hmm. I think one thing that I really tell people a lot is there's so many times and we actually take ourselves out of the picture and we actually devalue what we have to offer when we don't actually tell people about what we're doing, right? Because I had no idea about you and I heard about you from Lizzie and then I thought, oh my goodness, this person is amazing. I need to know everything about this. And it wasn't until months later that I actually dug into your affiliate program toolkit, which we'll talk about later. But I just remember just thinking, this is incredible. I wish I would have known about this sooner. And so how much Mm. more likely are your affiliate partners going to do the same magic for a potential customer, a new student, and help them learn and grow and be the amazing business that you want to be? So let's go in a little bit deeper and talk more about what are some key things that affiliate programs should have. And then we'll kind of dive into some other questions about Mm -hmm. your special program. What specific things should great affiliate programs include? So, okay, this is, yeah, (laughs) there's, there's a lot of things here that affiliate programs could include. I think the main thing that sort of all of my answers sort of encompass is just like easy access to things. Um, When someone signs up to a program, they don't want to spend like hours sticking around trying to find their links. They don't want to spend hours trying to find like where they can get promotional materials, all this kind of thing. So the main overarching theme, I guess, is easy access and easy access to somebody to talk to as well, you know, making it clear how they can get in touch with you, maybe even like have a coffee chat with you if you're, um, you know, a solopreneur connecting with other solopreneurs. Um, And if you have a team, how they can talk to your affiliate manager or your assistant or anything like that. Um, Because people really do want, like you said, they want that like relationship with you. Um, And the more you keep that warm, then the better your affiliate program is going to be. Um, So keeping that in mind, like keeping everything easy to access, simple things that you could include are um, promotional materials. So email swipe copy, um, social media swipe copy, promotional graphics. Something I've been sort of incorporating in with some clients as well is 
DM swipe copy because I know there's much more conversations that happen in the in the DMs now than when I initially started with affiliate programs. Um, you know, getting people from your Instagram story poll into your DMs and the kind of how you can you harness that feature to um, promote how your affiliates can harness it to promote your product. Um, so little things like that you can add in. Um, and also just a bit of like a, a roadmap. Where do they start? What are the steps that they need to take? Where do they need to put in their PayPal email address, this kind of thing? Um, what pages should they have saved? Um, where can they find their affiliate link? Um, and what are some ways they can promote? Giving them some positioning ideas. Um, not everyone is going to be positioning your product in the same way as you um for example if you have like a planner template for example and you sell that there's going to be all types of niches that will need that um so it's kind of giving them like a chance of okay it could be positioned to this audience or it could be positioned to this audience or it could be positioned with productivity in mind or time management in mind and all of these different ideas um and you could give them lists of blog post ideas or email topics um and then trying to think what else. Another thing you could have is like a community. So I've seen a lot of people have like Facebook groups for their affiliates, Slack channels for their affiliates. And that does require a bit more time. Um, but one of the main things I like to tell people with an affiliate program is it sounds like a big, scary, hectic job. But it really can be a one-time setup with flexible maintenance ongoing. Um, whether you want to go all in with your program and do like loads of outreach and you really want to focus on it and you want to do JV webinars and all this stuff, or whether you just want to set it up, give like, you know, spend a bit of time on the pro promotional materials and then just like let it run. And obviously with everything in life and in business, the more effort you put into it, the more you're going to get back from it. But it can really just be like a one-time setup. You set up the automations, you get people from your, you know, your course into your affiliate program to refer new people to your course to then end up in your affiliate program and it can work amazing amazing things like that um but yeah just kind of like try try not to feel I guess anyone listening too overwhelmed <laughs> like you don't have to have all these things it can just be a one-time setup job um and it's as flexible as you want so you don't have to have you know email swipe copy if your audience or your potential affiliates like I know a couple of people I've spoken to like in the beauty niche that have affiliate programs, they just, their, their niche just aren't in their inboxes. So they're not going to create email swipe copy um, because it just doesn't work out. Um, so yeah, really kind of see what feels good. Like if you love writing, then write a lot of copy. Uh, if you love having graphics, then providing them with lots of graphics, but being able to provide them with something, not giving them just a link and then like not showing up ever again. Um, and yeah yeah I love that I think I think simplicity is genius and a lot of times we make very complex things harder on ourselves because we have the desire to make it perfect and so in that mindset we tend to procrastinate because we feel that it's overwhelming and the reality is that learning happen in, in stages. And as we understand that about ourselves, we can give ourselves grace. Now, that being said, it's a lot, 
harder to actually do and implement because I know many times I've been stuck in this analysis paralysis phase where I can't actually create something because I have so much hype and anxiety over it. And so mm -hmm. I overcomplicated it. But after watching all of your videos and really diving into your affiliate marketing uh, program, it's really, really helped me see that it's much more doable than people make it out to be. Mm -hmm. So I absolutely love that about your program. Now tell us more about your program because I've been talking loads and loads about how amazing it is, but what is it? What is it about and who is it for? So the affiliate program toolkit was created with digital product creators in mind. Um, the initial idea was everything done for you. Everything that's done for you, that can be done for you is and everything that isn't, there's ongoing support, the Facebook group, video tutorials. And I really just wanted to, like the main kind of vision was I want people to stop spending so much time just learning about affiliate programs and give them the tools to actually implement. Um, so that's kind of it. The main thing is it will save you a buttload of time. <laughs> I've created a lot of templates. I've even got you know workflows outreach email templates um, a welcome packet template um, a guide on how to write your email swipe copy um, tech tutorials um, oh my god there's so much in there and it's developed from this like teeny tiny product to this like gigantic beast um, but it's like it's not like you have to do everything in there and that's why I have the um, the lightning track in there as well so that's where you could just follow along to certain um, templates, certain lessons um, that really help you just create your like MVP affiliate program. Um, kind of like a bit of the, if you're like super busy and you just wanna get your affiliate program up and running, but you wanna get it started on the right foot, you can follow along with that track. But if you wanna go out with like the full shebang and like do every single thing, like be my guest, you can. Um, but yeah, just trying to like provide as much um, of a like, I'm trying to build like the ultimate resource, essentially, like someone will sign up to that and just have everything that they need and all of their questions answered about affiliate programs. Um, and I'm constantly developing it, adding to it. And it's just been such an amazing journey to have that product. Um, and just amazing to see like the results that people in there are getting people who have started their affiliate program in like an hour, um, people who have like started to see their first affiliate sales, people who have been paying out their affiliates, like $5,000 in a couple of weeks or something because they really like went full on with it. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I love that program and I'm glad that you're enjoying it as well. Yes, absolutely. And one thing I just want to say for people who are listening, Zoe's not overhyping this. I just want this to be known because I know a lot of people say, well, you know, I made X amount of dollars and you're kind of like, hmm, really though? Is that true? Um, no, Zoe has an amazing program. I know because I've used it. And on top of that, I actually make sales continuously because of the resources and the templates and the swipe files that Zoe created. And I've barely made a few tweaks and now I'm starting to get more advanced with my swipe copy. You just need to start. That's the thing. A lot of people think, okay, I'm going to try to make this perfect, but they stop mm -hmm. themselves. There's kind of this, this roadblock mentally where they're like, I can't do it. Yes, you can do it. You just sign mm -hmm. up. 
you go into there and you just learn and it's going to be messy and things are not going to work right. And you're going to figure it out. Yeah. Everything is figure outable. I know that mm-hmm. Marie Folio says that and <laughs> other people say that everything is figure outable. You can make mistakes. Like just for example, recently I had this, <laughs> I'm doing this webinar. By the time of this recording, my webinar uh, will actually be recorded and delivered and turned into an evergreen sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, but I sent some emails out and there was some errors in my links and I sent duplicate emails out. And part of me was just thinking, oh no, I'm supposed to be teaching people how to do this. They're going to see that I'm making mistakes, but guess what? I can lean into that or I can be petrified of never doing something again. Like for instance, Mm -hmm. about two days ago, two days ago, I was riding my bike with my husband and I fell off my bike and I I scratched my knee up pretty bad. I'm fine, but (laughs) yeah, I I was fine. (laughs) But I remember the time getting back on that bike again and thinking to myself, oh my gosh, what if I fall off again? Mm. Am I going to hurt myself? And then I started realizing, okay, just because I did fall off, it doesn't mean I'm going to fall off again. Mm -hmm. I can keep riding my bike. I know that's really a really strange analogy, but I think (laughs) a lot of times we think, oh no, I made a mistake. The end Mm -hmm. of the world is coming. My email subscribers are going to unsubscribe. People are going to stop following me. And guess what? It doesn't matter. Even if you have some people that unsubscribe, you're here to serve the people who love you, who appreciate you, who want to know what you're saying in the special way that you do. Likewise, Mm -hmm. for Zoe's program, there are so many amazing people in that group. I've learned so much just being a part of the conversation. And so being a part of your world, I feel like I'm learning so much as I'm going and it's okay. I feel like there's a safe space. I don't have to be perfect right now. For those of you guys who are listening, I do not have makeup on. I'm here with Zoe and we are both having a really brilliant conversation and there's no fear of judgment because I know this is a safe space. So Zoe, thank you so, so much for coming onto the show today. Are there any last tips or recommendations that you have for people who want to learn more about you and what you have to offer? Um, well, I would say just kind of off the, off the back of what you were saying about, you know, you have to do all the things or, you know, what if it's not perfect and all of that. And I'm not trying to be like salesy here or be like, you should do affiliate programs. But I really think with affiliate programs, it's something to implement sooner rather than later. If you don't have everything perfect now, and believe me, I 100% relate. Like I, there's certain things in my business where I'm like, oh my God, I, I need to do this before I can do this. And I need to do this before I can do this. And it's like, if you have your affiliate programs set, you have your affiliate programs set up, you have, if you have a product, you have a validated product out there you can have your affiliates out there selling your product for you, bringing in sales whilst you're working on your other things on and other projects on your to-do list. And it's just something that like, once you've set it up, you don't have to go through all of it again. Um, and yeah, you don't have to do all the things. You can just do the MVP affiliate program. And if you want to learn more about the affiliate program toolkit or me, you can go to zoelinda.co.uk or you can message me on Instagram, zoelinda with an underscore at the end. Sorry. (laughs) I wish I didn't have to have the underscore, but I do. Um, So yeah, that's where you can learn more about me. 
Awesome, awesome. And I will be absolutely sure to share some of those really great free resources that Zoe's provided over to me, free for all of you listeners for the Course Consultant Show. And if anyone has any questions about the Affiliate Program Toolkit, I am available via my Facebook group in the Inspired Courses group. I'm also going to be hosting a Q&A session inside of the group as well. And I'm very excited to talk a little bit more about how I've used affiliate marketing based off of what I've learned in the affiliate program toolkit. So thanks Zoe, really excited to share with people all I've learned. Thanks again.